The man who rejected the God of heaven, rejected the God of Daniel, the God of the Jews, rejected the Messiah that would come unto them, and there was no repentance. And in this writing, meany, meany, tekel, you farson, thou art weighed in the balances and found wanting, there was no opportunity of repentance, no way of mercy. It was the death knell. It was the condemnation of Belshazzar. And we know that that night, Belshazzar was slain. Welcome to Let the Bible Speak. This is Pastor Ian Golliher, and today we're back into the book of Daniel, chapter 5, and we're going to be looking at this man, Belshazzar. What a fool. I trust you will listen through. Enjoy the ministry of Let the Bible Speak. today on Daniel chapter 5 is a, a really a call to prepare for the day of judgment. And I hope that you will take heed to God's word today. It will make the difference between heaven and hell. It will make the difference between being right with God and being cast into the lake of fire, separated from God for all eternity. It will make the difference between a life that is living for God's glory or a life that is wanton and wasted, a prodigal life that will come to ruin. So may the Lord speak to your heart and draw you to himself today as we open the Bible at Daniel chapter 5 to let the Bible speak. On the judgment day, how will you stand? How will you defend yourself? How will you give account when you are dealt with by the judgment of God? God's scales are also scales of divine truth. Belshazzar that night spoke blasphemies against the God of Israel. He mocked the temple worship of Jerusalem and its offerings. He defied the way to God by sacrifices he proclaimed a lie to his lords that these idols were worth more than the Messiah of the Jews. And so the judgment of God came upon him. How will men do that have lived and taught the lie? How will those preachers, prelates, religious leaders who have hawked the notion that any God will do, how shall they stand on that judgment day? And if you are not a worshiper of God through the Lord Jesus, but you try to promote your own works, your own ways, the God of your own imaginations, how will you stand? Thou art weighed in the balances and 
found wanting. I want to also say tonight that God's skills are unsparing skills. And I want you to think away back at the beginning of creation when the wicked angels sinned in heaven. What did God do with those wicked angels? We're told in the book of 2 Peter chapter 2 that God spared not the angels that sinned. They were cast out, never to be redeemed, never to be recovered. They were lost, doomed for all eternity. God's skills are unsparing. In that same passage in 2 Peter 2, we are told about God spared not the old world. That's the world of the wicked in Noah's day, for which God told Noah to build an ark to save his family. Well, he told him to build an ark to save whomever would come in, but only his family obeyed. And those who were rebellious, unbelieving, wicked, they perished in the flood. And also in the New Testament, we are told that God spared not his own son. When our Lord Jesus became the redeemer of sinners and our sins were laid on him, he became our substitute. He became our lamb, a sacrifice for sin for his people. And when God on that day at Calvary looked down upon his son with the mass of sin upon him, that is the sin of his people, God spared not his own son, but delivered him up for his all. The full wrath of God fell. And because there Christ was made sin for us. And so likewise on that night when Belshazzar made that feast and was drinking with his lords to the gods of gold, silver, wood, and stone, God burst through. The scales were unsparing. Belshazzar, thou art weighed in the balances and found wanting. What a terrible thing that would be to be said of you or me. To stand before this almighty God who lifts up nations and pulls down, who is God of eternity, and we stand before him and we hear such words, thou art weighed in the balances and found wanting. What shall you do? But we must move on to look at God also has gospel skills. Now, these are the skills of the good news of the gospel to condemn sinners. Condemnation is for sinful man without a savior, without the Lord Jesus in their hearts, in their lives, such as Belshazzar, the man who rejected the God of heaven, rejected the God of 
Daniel, the God of the Jews, rejected the Messiah that would come unto them, and there was no repentance. And in this writing, meany, meany, tekel, you farson, thou art weighing in the balances and found wanting, there was no opportunity of repentance, no way of mercy. It was the death knell. It was the condemnation of Belshazzar. And we know that that night, Belshazzar was slain. Now, there are two views in history of how he was slain. Some say that it was on that night that the uh, Persians attacked. They took the city through a dry riverbed and invaded from the, the tunnels of the city and broke into it during that festivity. Others, like Xenophon, the Greek historian, says no. It was on that night that his own two sons slew him and brought his life to an end. But the writing on the wall, and you know that saying, don't you? The writing is on the wall. There's no turning. There's no deliverance. You're doomed. What a terrible, terrible pronouncement. But there are gospel skills. And salvation is repentant man with Christ in the balances. And that's what a Christian rejoices in. That's what believers rest in this evening. The gospel tips the scales. It changes everything for sinners who are no longer without a Savior. And with Christ, we have all the obedience of his life away scales. Can you imagine that? All the works of the Lord Jesus from his birth, from the cradle to the cross, all his per perfect living, all his perfect works, all his works of mercy, all the perfections of the Lord Jesus, the obedience of the Son of God, put on the scales with the believer who is saved through the message of the gospel. And with Christ on the scales, we have all the value of his blood atonement. Can you calculate the merit, the value of Jesus' sufferings, his agonies, his blood, his offering up himself as a priest to God in the place of sinners. And the Father accepted the offering. And all the value, all the blessedness of Jesus' death, because it was blessed to the Father, he was well pleased with his Son. And you put all of that onto the skills of the believer. With Christ on the skills, all that he meant when he cried out on the cross, it is finished. It's true for you. You have that pronouncement. It's finished. No more condemnation. Amen. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. 
I'm glad tonight uh, that God not only has the scales of justice and the scales of omniscience, the scales of omnipotence, the scales of truth, the scales that will scan eternity, but the gospel scales. I take great delight in those scales this evening. And all the declaration of a full pardon. You know that text? Justified freely from all things. Put that on the scales. Let that weigh down as you trust in the Lord. And then there is all the victory of Jesus' resurrection. The power of an empty tomb from which he rose from the dead. Put that on the scales too. Because a believer, you believe in the life, the death, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and all of that is to your account. And your new standing in the sight of God is accepted in the beloved. Belshazzar had no savior. He was a Messiah rejecter. And that night he was slain. And that night he met with God's judgment and went out into a lost eternity. What about you? What about the hour of your death when you will be placed upon the scales of justice, of truth? Will they be to you scales of condemnation? Or will it be the scales of gospel salvation? How will you stand before God? What will you answer? If you live like Belshazzar, an unbeliever, a blasphemer, we could add to that an, an, an adulterer, because there they were toasting with their wives and with their concubines. He was a lecherous, immoral, wicked man. And that night he was weighed on the balances and found wanting. It's good to know tonight that as a Christian, as a believer in the Lord Jesus, you will not stand alone. That's the gospel. Jesus said, I will be with you. And we have that promise, I will never leave nor forsake. And the Christian takes that to heart today, tonight, on the day of our death, and on the judgment day. And on that day, the Lord Jesus will step up and he will speak mercy, pardon, peace. He will speak the gospel and all the life of Christ will be weighed in with your life as a believer. And you will stand before God righteous perfect, holy, accepted. And as we read in the book of Revelation, where they were washed in the blood of the Lamb, they were wearing white and with uh, those palms in their hands, 
the mark of reigning with Christ. That's the gospel. And so I take this Daniel 5, and I present to you the condemnation of sinners. And it's still true. The Lord Jesus said, narrow is the way that leads to life. Few there be that find it. But broad is the way to destruction and many that go therein. I hope tonight that you are in Christ, that you will not stand alone before God, but that you will without doubt be saved. Our little hymn says life at best is very brief, like the falling of a leaf, like the binding of a sheaf be in time. Fleeting days are telling fast that the die will soon be cast and the fatal line be passed, be in time. Sinner, heed the warning voice. Make the Lord your final choice. Then all heaven will rejoice, be in time. And I invite you to trust in the Lord Jesus tonight. There's no need for you to go home under condemnation. There's no need for you to say any longer, I'm like Belshazzar. It might be true now, but if you will bow the knee and believe in the Lord Jesus, you will have Christ on the scales. You're saved. You have a hope and a sure and blessed confidence that it is well with your soul. Will you do that tonight? Perhaps in your seat right now, just bow your head and say, Lord, I need you in my life. Wash away my sins and make me accepted in Christ the Beloved. Let's unite in prayer, please. Father, we thank thee for your word, for this fearful history of a man who was lost, a man without hope, found on the balances and found wanting. Oh God, I pray tonight that you will shake up many souls to realize their lost condition, to believe and to be saved. We pray that thou will grant that faith in the work of Jesus on the cross, that he paid by his blood atonement for the pardon of all sin for all eternity. Oh God, we thank thee for that sacrifice. And we put that upon the way scales. And we know that our Lord Jesus is not found wanting. And all who are in him are safe and will be saved for all eternity. Now bless this word to every heart. Give faith to sinners, repentance a turning to God, and a resting in the gospel. We pray for your presence with us in the week to come. I pray for the Reverend Fitton and for his wife, Hannah, as they travel back to Calgary. I pray your blessing upon them 
in their married life together, that you will guide them, direct them, provide for them, and bless them in the center of your will. I pray for each brother and sister here tonight in the workplace, in the place of mingling with others that are out of Christ. Help us to let our light shine and tell the good news that Jesus saves. Oh, hear from heaven for us. Bless as we dismiss. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each born-again believer now and evermore. Amen. Listening to Let the Bible Speak, this is Pastor Ian Golliher. I want to just speak a little bit again about the judgment of God. This is very much contested, and Belshazzar, we're told, was placed in the balances and found wanting. His life, his words and deeds brought death and judgment upon him. This is a warning to all men that they must be prepared for the coming judgment day. And that's the consistent doctrine of Christ and Christianity, that there is an hour set when the Lord shall return, and then the world, the souls of all men, will be gathered from the four corners of the earth. The angels shall be sent out to thrust in the sickle to reap the harvest field of this world. There shall then be a separating of the righteous from the wicked, The sheep shall be placed on the Lord's right hand, while the goats will be on his left. This separation of good and evil, the just and the unjust, the saint and the sinner, this requires a judgment day. And one of the clearest and most detailed accounts of that judgment is found in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15. It is important, for it is detailed, it is specific, and it involves the souls of all men, those that are small and great. Please listen carefully and let all these things sink in, and remember that it involves you, for none shall escape that assize. And I'm just going to simply read now Revelation 20, verse 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it from the face of the earth, and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. 
and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And that's the end of the chapter. Many things could be said about this record, and of course many sermons could be preached on these verses found here in Revelation chapter 20. But remember that God is omniscient, all-knowing. Nothing shall be hidden from him, and nothing shall be done in secret on that day. On that great day, all the secrets of men shall be brought out into the light of truth. Think on that. How would you like your life to be led out into the light before family and friends even today? That's fearful. Now, I believe in the judgment day for all men, small and great, because I believe that the Lord Jesus went to the cross to be judged for me. Calvary would have been criminal if there is no judgment day. Justice would fall in the streets if the wrongs of this life are not put right at a day of judgment, when it will matter whether we do good or evil in this life. The judgment day is the foundation for the gospel. The good news is that all who believe on Christ as their Savior and are under the saving work of Calvary will be declared righteous or just on that great day, the judgment day, and those only shall be on the Lord's right hand to be ushered into heaven. No one who is washed in the atoning blood of Jesus shall face the lake of fire due to their sins, being exposed and judged by a holy God. And that's because the blood makes atonement. The death of Christ, the sacrifice that he offered, the blood he shed, turns away the wrath of God. And this is the good news of the gospel for you. And I call you, therefore, to believe on the Lord Jesus as your Savior and be saved. The only way to prepare for that judgment day is to be washed in the blood of Christ and to have your sins cleared away by his death. Faith in the blood will save your soul. And may you today call on the Lord right now. And if I can personally help, feel free to be in touch. And right now, the announcements are coming up. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining with us here on Let the Bible Speak. You are listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio broadcast of the Free Presbyterian Church in Canada. This is Pastor Ian Golliher. If you missed part of today's program or would like to hear it again, you can find it archived by program date on our website. Just go to www.ltbs.ca 
CA for Canada. There you can read my blog, find my Bible study notes, audio and video sermons, as well as helpful articles. Or you can go to our podcast on iTunes. We're on the air Sundays at 9.30 a.m. for our full church broadcast, and Monday to Friday, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. on this station to bring you the gospel from our free Presbyterian church here in Cloverdale. We also invite you to our church services on Sundays, 10.30 and 6 p.m. Through our website, you can listen and view to our online services at 10.30 and 6 p.m. Make it your Sunday worship. Click on the Live Now button on the homepage of our website. Or if you would like to talk with me one-on-one as a pastor, please give me a call. The phone number is 604-897-2040. The mailing address is 187 9058 Avenue, Surrey, BC, V3S1M6. We're located just two blocks north of Number 10 Highway on 188th Street. Our website again is ltbs.ca. You can join us Monday to Friday, 5 a.m., 5 p.m., here on this station as we let the Bible speak. Music